Right here. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah. You want him? Yeah. Here we are again, Redneck Tech Podcast number eight. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about communication. Not just communication as far as hunting is concerned, but in life and in business and all of the things in between. Because communication is probably one of the things that I take the most seriously and uh, is one of my, also one of my biggest pet peeves with others. Because it's so important and it's so undervalued and overlooked now, uh, especially at this day and age. But uh, we're still in Oklahoma. Uh, we're still wrapping up a bunch of stuff. We still got, already got that deer down. Um, posted a time lapse a little bit ago that we had um, had of him hanging from the Kubota. I'm going to post some pictures of him a little in just a little bit. Um, but anyway, my number one pet peeve is someone who is a bad communicator. Now, when I say bad communicator, that person, and I have several in my life, that you text them, and they'll text you back, or they'll text you needing something, and you'll reply back, and you'll ask them a question, like they need help with something, you're like, sure, I'll help you, you know, when do you need that, or where is it, or whatever it may be, and I only thing I can figure out is they're taking their phone after they text you, and they throw it in the ocean, because that's the only reason that it would take them sometimes hours, days, sometimes weeks. I've had people reply to me literally weeks later like it was five minutes later about a question that I asked him like nothing happened. And I just, I can't, I cannot figure that one out. I take communication so seriously and people text me and call me and email me all the time and I do with everything within my power to get back to them immediately. Because I feel like that is my obligation. They're asking me for a question. They're asking me for something. Whether they like the answer or not, I'm going to reply to them. And I'm going to say, or if nothing else, I'm going to acknowledge that I got their question and that I'm working on it. Or I got their whatever. Because that's common decency, is to communicate back with someone. And I, I've, I've had a lot of people that are absolutely terrible at it. Not just, not just business-wise, just just as a human being, be a good communicator. It drives me insane. The reason it drives me insane is in this day and age, there's absolutely no excuse to be a bad communicator. You have your Apple Watches, you have your iPhones, you have your all these, you know, your computers, your laptops, your iPads. There's no reason someone shouldn't be able to get a hold of you unless you are physically in a remote part of Alaska or somewhere that you physically don't have service, you have service. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to get back to somebody. And if you can't get back to someone, let people know before you leave. Leave some sort of reminder, hey, I'm going to be out of here for this amount of time, can't get a hold of me. Some of the worst people in the world are marketing people. They're like catching the Easter Bunny. If you want to get a hold of them, unless you physically run into them and grab them physically, you're probably not ever going to hear back from them. And that that is that, that should not be the case. If someone calls you, call them back. Call them within a timely manner. Just do it. 
and I'm talking now I'm going to start talking in terms of you know the video world and especially if you want to try and get a job doing this this applies to you about being a communicator someone calls for a job you don't answer you better call them back if someone texts you either answer them or at least acknowledge that you got the text common decency if someone needs info and unless there's a reason for you not to give them the information you should still explain to them why you cannot give them that information. Don't just leave it blank. Don't just leave it hanging like you didn't get it. And the fact that people say that they don't get text messages or don't get phone calls, that's BS. You you got the text. You got the phone call. You're, that's a blatant, bold-faced lie. You absolutely got it. Bottom line is there is no reason that you should not be a good communicator. If you're not a communi good communicator, that's on you. The people that have 37 text messages and 3,000 new emails in their inbox, you're normally the person I'm talking about. That There's no excuse for that. You have your phone. You're on it 57 times a day. Call people back. Answer their email. Reply to their text. Be a, be a decent human being. This is a quality that will take you far in business and in life. So now that I've gotten the pet peeve of communication out of the way, we're going to talk about communication as far as it goes for in a hunting situation when you're filming. And mainly, this communication in a tree stand, in a ground blind, on a spot and stock hunt, a lot of times if you don't do some of this stuff, if you don't have a dialogue created, if you don't have some certain ground rules made, this could make or break a hunt. A lot of times on a spot and stock, and I've had it bite me on other hunts as well. Um, some of them might have been my fault. A lot of them not being my fault, but kind of going to go through a couple ways that you can really minimize these communication mistakes in the field. First off, we're going to talk about in the tree stand or in a ground blind, which are generally the communication breakdowns are the same in those two aspects. If you're not using wireless mics, like lav mics, like Sennheisers or the Rode mics, or there's a bunch of different brands out there, if you're not running wireless mics, get wireless mics because this will really help you in the long run, not only to make your production value of your video better, but in terms of communication, excuse me, in terms of communication, it's going to help you tremendously because when you're wearing wireless mics, when your hunter's wearing a wireless mic, you need to be wearing earbuds in your phone, in your camera. That way that you can hear them. If they're sitting in a tree stand or they're sitting in a ground blind and they see something, they're going to be able to whisper to you you don't even have to look at them and they can know and they can tell you that they see an animal or something is happening. But what you need to do beforehand when you're running your wireless mics is with your hunter, you need to be able to create a dialogue. And when I say that, they need to be able, say you sit down, you sit down and you're in the, you've got your hunter in their tree stand, you're in the cameraman stand, you're within arm's reach of them, but you don't, you don't want to use that movement unless you have to. So, if a, and your hunter is obviously pointed in the better direction to see animals. They see an animal. What you need to do before you've ever gotten in the tree stand is you need to tell your hunter, okay, look, if you see an animal, I need to know three things. Where is it? How far is it? And can I move? So I'm the hunter. I see an animal. Hey, there's a deer coming. He's, he's at 12 o'clock right in front of us. He's going through some thick stuff. You can move if you need to. Boom. I give him all the information I needed to through my wireless mic, and now my hunter or now my camera guy knows 
He can stand up and get ready, and he knows where the deer is coming from. If I'm my hunter and I say, hey, there's a deer coming, then what? instinctively, what is your camera guy going to say? Where is he? Can I move? But what's, what's, what's going on? Give him that information. And if you're, as the producer, you need to have this conversation beforehand of give me this information and I'm going to be more effective in doing my job. All right. The next thing that you need to establish is the dialogue when an animal is coming in and you've decided you're going to, your hunter is going to shoot this animal or, or you know the animal is going to get shot. Or they tell you, hey, I'm shooting this deer or I'm shooting this turkey or this elk or whatever it is, is you have to create a go, no go word. So what I use, and this is what I tell my hunters before we go on a hunt, is I'm going to tell you two things, no or kill him. Those are the two things you're going to hear from me because they don't sound the same and there's no denying somebody saying what no means and there's no denying what killing them means. Now, it's not yes and no, it's not go, it's not stop or I don't have him. If I don't, If they're talking to me and an animal's coming in and I don't have it or I'm not ready or I haven't got enough pre-roll, all I'm whispering is no, no, no. I'm just constantly saying it over and over again until I'm ready, and then I'll say, kill him. And when I say, kill him, I'm ready until I start saying no again. So those are the only two things you'll hear me say. That is an easy way. It's a no-brainer for them. They know if I'm saying no, it means no. Kill him means they're ready. Let's do this. Simplify. Keep it simple, stupid. A lot of hunters, they're, they're, they get caught up in the moment. You have to keep it simple. Make sure that they know exactly what you're talking about, exactly what things mean. Make sure that you've got this down and you're not going to miss it because of a breakdown in two words. And they heard go when you said no. Those are the only two things they need to hear. Go. I mean, the only two things they need I'm sorry. The only two things they need to hear is no and kill him. Those are the ones I use. If you think of better ones, by all means, that's what I use. Another thing you need to talk about, the third thing, is talk about blind spots. When you're in a tree stand or when you're in a ground blind, there's going to be places the camera can't see or they can't see very easily. Establish those blind spots. Hey, I can see from that oak tree all the way over here to this small cedar tree. If they get to the right of that cedar, I can't see them. Make sure they know that. Make sure they have the places that you can and cannot film. That way they know coming in whether or not you can see them. Just another quick way of making sure that you have got all your P's and, you know, your T's crossed and your I's dotted before animals start coming in. Now we're going to talk about communication on a spot and stalk hunt, which this is probably even more critical when you're on a spot and stalk hunt. The number one thing, and this actually bit me earlier this year, uh, it didn't, it didn't, there was, it was unavoidable as far as the kill shot of not getting it, but it, it makes it easier if you do this. But the number one thing on a spot and stock hunt is make sure you stay within arm's reach of your hunter at all times. Don't hang back. Don't say, hey, I'm going to get up on this high spot and you're going to go down there. No. Stay within arm's reach because you're going to need to be that close when you're communicating with them. Another thing is you need to develop hand signals. When you're really close on an animal or you're walking in, you don't even want to be able to talk. So they can literally just turn and look at you and you have certain hand signals, whether that's a thumbs up, whether that's a, you know, a fist to say stop, whether that, whatever it is, 
create hand signals to where you can move through an area or you can hunt through, be effective, and be completely silent. Obviously, when you're filming spot stock, you want to be over your right-handed shooter's right shoulder, left-handed shooter's left shoulder. That's, you know, that's easy stuff. Another thing I like to do, going back to the tree stand thing, is even if an animal catches you with your pants down and you can get your hand down there to your hunter, a lot of times a tap, like, you know, a couple of taps, like, like that's a deer's coming or I see something. A lot of times when I'll reach and grab, like I'll reach and grab their shoulder, that means there's an animal on top of us, don't move. That's another two, that's another thing that I'll do is I'll make sure they understand what the two, you know, the two touches are. A tap means we got an animal coming, get ready. A reach and grab means they're on top of us, don't move, wait for more instructions. That's another simple thing. And those are usually self-explanatory, but those are all things that you need to talk about before you ever get to the tree or the first thing you do when you sit down. Go over those things. Don't let bad communication be the reason that you don't get a kill on camera. There's, that's the stuff you need to talk about before the hunt. Another really important thing, and I'm sure a lot of guys will see the value in this, hunting with someone consistently, you know, uh, that cameraman, hunter, producer, hunter type relationship. When you hunt with somebody a bunch, and you hunt with them over and over again. Like I had, I've had some guys over the years that I've hunted with a bunch, and you create rapport with that person. It's you don't even have to really ha have that conversation every time you go into the tree stand. It's second nature. Then they understand what's going on. They understand what information to give you. They understand the information that you're giving them. They understand the blind spot stuff. You know, we go over that stuff, and it's second nature. We we create a relationship with each other to where. It makes us more effective in the field and it makes us produce better content because we have that relationship with each other. So if you can consistently stay with the same person, whether you're the hunter or the cameraman, that's going to create a better chemistry between you two and help lessen those breakdowns of communication. But you still need to be able to have those talks. If there's something that you want to get on your hunt, this is... Before I start talking about this, this is something that a lot of guys, especially new guys in the freelance world, the production world, they're very timid. And this is another important thing with communication is if you're filming someone or producing a show or whatever it may be, and you're maybe uncomfortable or you're with a new host or a new hunter or in a situation you're not used to being in, a lot of guys are very timid and they don't want to talk to their hunter or essentially ask them to do things. And when I mean ask them to do things, when you're a producer, you have to be able to produce. So if there are things that you want to make sure you get, like when you're getting your opening interview, they don't talk about the weather or they for, they say the day wrong or they completely screw something up, but you know they're in the moment. Well, as a producer, you've got to be able to speak up and say, "Hey man, uh I think it's actually November the 5th or it's hey, you know, it's we're we're not actually in Illinois. We're actually in Missouri. I know you've been traveling a lot, but you know whatever the case may be, you've got to be able to speak up and say, "Hey, you know, can you say that again?" Or, "Hey, can we talk about this?" Or, "Hey, I didn't like the way you said that. You kind of fumbled a little bit. Let's try and do that one more time." Don't be timid. Communicate with them. Make sure that you get the content that you're wanting to get because, like I've said before, on a hunt or traveling around. You know, everybody's tired, everything, but you've got to keep your head on straight. That's the reason that they have you there is to be that producer. Make sure you speak up. Make sure if you want to get something, you ask them. 
say, hey man, can we get this? Or hey, can I get you to do this for me? Can I get you to you know, just clip in your release one more time and let me get a tight shot of that? Don't be afraid to ask those questions. And be, you know, be upfront and honest with them when you first get there. Hey, there might be some things that I might ask you to do over again, some things that I might want to shoot a different way. Uh, you know, do you mind while we're in the field if I ask you to do these things? Just be upfront. Be a good communicator. It'll make your life so much easier in the long run. And for God's sakes, if somebody calls you or texts you, answer the phone or call them back or reply to a text. Be a good person. Don't be a butthole. All right, that's all we got for this uh, episode of Redneck Tech. Um, you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud, uh, YouTube at Redneck Tech Podcast. Please subscribe. Instagram at Redneck Tech Podcast, and email is Podcast at gmail.com. I will see you guys shortly.